Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're sitting down with Justin Christman of Roadside Q in Fort Payne, Alabama. Justin made the move to Fort Payne from Denver, Colorado and introduced the first food truck to this rural area. His business has now grown into a new brick and mortar restaurant right on Main Street in Fort Payne, where they just recently celebrated their grand opening. So here we go with Justin Christman. All right, well, I'm here with Justin Chrisman from Roadside Q in Fort Payne, Alabama. Justin, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, you are actually a Colorado native. Yeah, that's right. I uh, was born and raised in Colorado. I went to school in Cincinnati, but I always felt like being drawn back to Colorado, being an outdoorsman and skiing. But I... uh, met my wife out there and um she's originally from the Fort Payne area and when we had our first child Everett she kind of had a calling uh she said to me that she kind of wanted to get back home and get closer to her parents so that they could have uh their grandkids around and it took us a little while to figure out how to do that i was um working in uh i was working at the Hard Rock Cafe uh, and rock bottom managing the front of the house side of restaurants. And, uh, it was a good job. I enjoyed it, but I was working long hours as most people do in the restaurant industry. Um, and didn't feel like I was home as a family man. And, um, she had an interview to get a job as a teacher in Fort Payne and ended up getting the job. And then we were like, okay, now what? Okay. Like this (laughs) might actually happen. Um, and the Denver housing market turned to be from a um, buyer's market to a seller's market, and we put our home on the market, and it sold within like ten minutes. It was wow. it was over, <laughs> so <laughs> we were moving. And then it was like, well, what am I going to do? And we talked about you know getting a job at another corporate restaurant or doing something like that again. And I just felt like that wasn't going to be enough for me, and it wasn't going to be enough for my family, and. Um, I've always had a passion for barbecue and cooking, uh, and being in the kitchen. And we decided that we would take a stab at trying to do something on our own. Awesome. So you actually brought parts of this industry that you had worked in for a while, but transitioned that a little bit into this new business. So tell us about that whole process. Yeah. I mean, you learn every day you want to learn something new and you can take bits and pieces, good and bad from your prior job experience with you. And so we wrote a business plan and our original idea, we we always wanted to be a brick and mortar, but we didn't feel like as a family, we wanted to expose ourselves to that financial obligation or liability if things didn't work. And of course, when you are thinking of, of being an entrepreneur, doing something um, for yourself, you know that that risk is always there. So you want to try to mitigate it that as much as possible, but still have the dream and the opportunity for, for something better for your family. And we decided that we would start with a food truck or, and then number one, did, do we enjoy doing it enough to make it a career? And number two, do people respond and enjoy what we're preparing for them? And, uh, three, you know, can we make a little bit of money doing it, you know, and, and, 
we felt like the food truck option was a good fit for us to get it started. And, you know, then we came out here and there was nothing like that here. So we were like, okay, great. We can be the first one on the block to have a food truck or to try something like that, which in the major cities is kind of all the rage right now. Absolutely. Which is great because it gives chefs and, and people an opportunity to, to put their food out there for the same reasons I just told you of not being exposed so much to a brick and mortar. Um, so it was an interesting start. It was, it was fun, but it was challenging. Definitely. Yeah. So what was that like? Because in Nashville, you see that all over the place and you're bringing it to this area. Was that, what was that like? Something totally new that they hadn't yeah, it familiar was, with. It was, a cha- it was, it was fun. It was a challenge and it was interesting. I mean, we originally thought that with our food truck, we would travel from like Rainsville, Fort Payne and Albertville. We would be there for one day and set up. And then as we started getting things in place, we decided that let's just set up in one location. That way, everybody will know where we are. In the cities, you know, a lot of people are, are in tune to social media and they track you and, and the food trucks know, hey, the food truck meetup is at such and such a park on Thursday and they know that you're always going to be there. Because we were the only food truck in the area, there was nothing like that available where people could say, okay, there's going to be five food trucks at, you know, the city park in Fort Payne. So we felt like just being in one location was a good option for us. And that's, you know, how we started. And, and the location that we had was great. It was a fenced in lot. It had uh, picnic tables, covered seating. And, you know, then, so we opened and it was just, uh, people would come by and they say, you know, I, I've driven by here f- every day for, you know, since you've been open and I didn't really know what you were doing down here. Like, are you selling concession trailers or picnic <laughs> tables or what are you doing? <laughs> and we're like, no, you can come here and eat. <laughs> so, nice. um, but pe- the people were receptive to it. I mean, I think once, once they stopped and saw what we were doing, they were very receptive. And, you know, in, I think in small communities, word of mouth, travels is king you know you can have facebook and all this all the other social media platforms but in a community like this where it's really tight-knit and everybody knows you know everybody word of mouth is is what's gonna gonna get you where you need to be at the end of the day and i think we had people that were receptive to that and would you know that's that was our people would say oh yeah i told so-and-so about it and then you know that person would come and eat so yeah, that's great. Well, tell us a little bit about your menu too, because I know you're putting a new spin on barbecue. Yeah, so we, um, you know, it was important to us right out of the gate to um, be integrated in the community. So, you know, all of our meats are pasture-raised, antibiotic-free, and non-GMO that we get from local farmers in the area. And I met um, Fudge Family Farms as our primary pork producer, and he has been providing like high-end chops and pork loin and baby back ribs to the Birmingham and Huntsville markets for, I don't know, probably 30 years. And he had a need to get rid of some of these cuts that those high-end restaurants necessarily wouldn't know what to do with, like a ham and the pork chop or the um, pork shoulders. And so it was kind of a a nice niche for him and for us. And it's a two-way street when you're working with a local farmer you know, that he's got this product that he not cannot necessarily sell. And now we have a need for it. 
And so it, it worked out well. It was a great partnership right out of the gate with Fudge Family Farms. And we're really lucky that we continued with that relationship. So That's great. Yeah. So was your goal always to eventually open a brick and mortar or? Yeah. I mean, we thought that was kind of the original idea is to get in and open a brick and mortar. And then as you get down to the nuts and bolts of it and realize, you know, there's a lot of expenses there. And we felt like the food truck option was a good option to get things started and then to see if we can build upon that. And I think that's the key you know, and I think in the restaurant business, it probably translates to most entrepreneurs out there is, you know, you have to start, take baby steps and you have to build it as you go. And you have to be the face in the name of the brand. Um, and I think that that has worked well for us so far. I mean, we just made that transition into a brick and mortar uh, two months ago. And um, it's been nice because we've had the food truck we have a base customers that come or our guests that come to us when we were the food truck. So now we offer an indoor dining for them. And I think that's made a big change for us and it's really been helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So your restaurant is located right here on Main Street in Fort Payne. And yeah, yesterday I got to be here for the ribbon cutting with the Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. And it was really great because I feel like I got to celebrate this dream coming true for you. And it was so much fun to be there and just see all the excitement around this new place. So tell us a little bit about what role the Chamber of Commerce and even the Main Street program have played in you actually getting into that physical location. Yeah, I mean, I think we wouldn't be here if it weren't for the help of the Chamber and Jen McCurdy and Tim Harris and the Fort Payne Main Street. When we were originally set up in Rainsville, uh, Tim Harris's wife was my son's kindergarten teacher. So that's how she came to find out about us. And so we had, you know, she would come up and so then Tim knew us and we actually ended up closing in Rainsville for a month and we were not sure if we were going to be able to reopen. And I gave Tim a call and I said, hey, you know, we're, we're, thinking about shuttering our doors and he was like no 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 wait a minute wait a minute let's get you down into Fort Payne we've got the Main Street Committee and the Chamber we're looking for businesses to come into this area to revitalize the area and we think you would be a good fit and you know within two weeks we were down there up and running and open and without their support both initially to get us down there and to kind of drum up business for us while we were open, I don't think that we, I would be sitting here talking to you today. And I don't think we would have had as much fun as we did yesterday at the, the opening. And, you know, just to have a ribbon cutting ceremony and to have the people from the chamber members and also, you know, just people in the community come out for that event just shows how important it is to have the chamber and to be a part of the, the chamber of commerce and also to work with the Fort Payne Main Street Revitalization Committee. I mean, I think that there's no way we'd be sitting here if it weren't for them. That's for sure. That's great. Well, I love how you built this customer base, really, by having your food truck first. So you you got your name out there. People became familiar with your great food. And now that you're in this location, I feel like it's just set you up for success. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, in the food truck, to bring on a new menu item is a challenge because of the room. You don't, you can't, you know, you're limited in scope with the uh, menu items that you want to offer. 
now that we've gotten in a building and have a bigger kitchen and, and more space, we're able to expand our menu and to do some more creative things with barbecue. I mean, I think that's, you know, in addition to being pasture-raised, antibiotic-free, and non-GMO and getting it from the local farmers in the community, we also put a, a spin on the barbecue. And, you know, we're doing like a brisket Philly cheesesteak with uh, Maduro, Cigar City uh, Maduro beer cheese and peppers and onions. And like the peppers and onions we get from the farmer's market that just happens to be a block away. Three days a week, they're out there. So it's like, why wouldn't you go over there and get your, your produce from them while they have it? So um, it's just been great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Small town living at its finest, I feel like, with the farmer's market and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right. So on a more personal note, what has it been like for you to move from Denver to small town Alabama? Well, it's been, you know, it's been an interesting experience, and I really am enjoying it. I think that Denver is a great city and has a ton, of, a ton to offer, um, and being so close to the mountains was great for you know, outdoor activities. But if you look at where Fort Payne is located on the map, I mean, there's Little River Canyon, there's all kinds of stuff to do in line with out an outdoor enthusiast. I mean, we have people coming here kayaking from all over. So it's been nice because the, the sense of community that you necessarily didn't have in Denver is here. It's, you know, you, you, when you're driving down the street, when I came in this morning, People wave, they know who you are, and you know people are interested in what you're doing, and they want to maybe not necessarily be a part of it, but they want to feel like you know that 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 maybe they are a part of it. That that uh, you know you have we have people come in, and you know in Denver maybe when you came in all the time you were a number at a restaurant. Here it's all name, you know, and and I think that's really important that people you know you have that name recognition, and it's even down to with us we pretty much know what they're going to order when they come in because it's you know people are creatures of habit but um just to have that sense of community has been great and the fort Payne and rainsville have been very open to us being here i feel like we've found our home you know which is tough to say because i love denver and colorado <laughs> but you know we'll go out there and visit absolutely <laughs> So I actually got to meet a lot of your family last night at the grand opening, and I know they've all played an important role in this business. Yeah, I, it's uh, it's been it's been really fun to have them a part of this business. I mean, my dad and my brother, we have a weekly manager meeting, you know, to go over the numbers and to so they know exactly what's going on, even though they live in Colorado. And my mom, you know, growing up as a kid, I have three brothers, and just to keep us fed was a challenge. I mean, I remember going to the grocery store and getting like five gallons of milk, and you're like, what are you going to do with We're going to drink it. But, um, you know, just to have, you know, and, and when we were young and, and I would be out playing with my brothers and stuff, and if I would go in and get a drink of water, I would and my mom was in the kitchen, I would naturally gravitate towards that, and I would help her. I think the first thing that my mom and I made, made were Rice Krispie treats, and we I, I can't tell you how many times we've made Rice Krispie treats. And, you know, she, as, you, as I got older, we started making 
you know, more in depth and more involved items and things that um, she would make in bulk to keep us kids fed. And, you know, one of those things is our pork green chili, which we have on the menu. I get the chilies. My dad ships them from Denver. They're from Hatch, New Mexico. They come to Denver and they're fire roasted in these big propane burner tanks. And he sent me 39 pounds. And then when he came out here for the ribbon cutting, he brought 50 pounds in his suitcase of these chilies. But that's one of the things that I, you know, that my mom and I, we would make and it would, you'd make it once and then we'd make, you know, we'd have breakfast burritos with the green chili smothered on top and then we'd have green chili soup and all these other things. So it would last a long time. So to have them here and to see kind of how this has all played out, it's one thing to talk to them on the phone about it, but to have them actually here is quite another. I mean, when I was talking, um, yesterday i mean i it was really hard to hold back tears because i was so excited to have my mom and dad be a part of that and i learned i was never formally taught in a kitchen and everything that i learned i learned from my mom and dad as far as the grill my dad had the old you know weber grill the red weber charcoal grill and would fire that up on saturday afternoons and and then in the kitchen with my mom it's just it's it's wonderful absolutely yeah that's great well, what advice would you have for somebody thinking about taking a risk like you have? I know it's been a learning process. So what would you say to them? Yeah, I think that, you know, as Warren Miller once said, if you don't do it this year, you'll be one year older when you do. And I think that, you know, to have a well thought out plan and to take the risk, I mean, you know, this still may not work out. Hopefully it does. But I look back on the last four years and I have no regrets. You know, it's been challenging. There are times when the, the chips are down and you want to throw in the towel. And I think you just don't give up. I mean, you, there's always a way. There's a way out or there's a way to get things going in a different direction. And you know, initially when you're, when you're going through that, your idea, I mean, it's nice to have, I'm a dreamer and my wife is grounding and it was really nice to bounce not only ideas, but have to, to say things, you know, Hey, well, let's do this. She's like, you're crazy. We need to do, we can do something like that, but let's bring it back a little bit and to take baby steps, you know, because if you just go and expose yourself financially and in, in all other ways, it it might not work out and then you're kind of going to be caught but if you take your time and just kind of build it and make sure you know in the restaurant industry the, for me the most important guest is the one standing right in front of me and to make sure that you're meeting the needs of that individual i think in the long run you're going to be fine and i you know i, I think it you know when i told my friends about moving from denver to Fort Payne, Alabama. One, they didn't even know where that was. And two, they're like, you're crazy. You're going to go into a small town and open a business. But I look back on it like this has been a really exciting, fulfilling time in my life and a challenge. And I've enjoyed every minute of it. You know, even the even when, like I said, the chips were down or you're kind of backed into a corner, just take your time and think through it and you can find a way out or find a way to, to get yourself back on track. Definitely. I say go for it. <laughs> and just for people, I mean, you came into this community not really knowing anyone besides your wife's family. So what advice would you have for someone coming into a brand new community without that network of people 
starting out? Yeah, I mean, I think number one, family. I mean, they, Heather's family has been very supportive of this whole deal, and just mentally, emotionally, and, and their support has been great. But I think you want to just you got to be you got to believe in what you're doing. You got to be proud of it every day, and you got to do your best to put your you know your best foot forward. And you know we've had people that have come to the trailer and you know they're they, we had a, we had a couple guys they have a lawn lawn business and they came up and they were like you know the first question we usually get when we were in the trailer is where are you guys from and when we tell them they're like well what do you guys know about barbecue Alabama we're Alabama you know the South is supposed to bring barbecue to Colorado you guys you know <laughs> and so. We're like, okay, well, you know, just try it and tell us what you think. I mean, I think you'll enjoy it. I think we do a really good job. And so they took their food. They got back in their truck, and you just heard them going like, oh, my gosh, you know. And they, and they came out, and, and they were like, you know, th there's a phrase, and I, I, it's not derogatory, but a Yankee comes and visits, a damn Yankee stays. And they were like, you, you damn Yankees are welcome here at any time. This food's excellent. <laughs> so, you know, if you can stand – Whatever you're doing, whatever that translates to, barbecue or if you're selling a widget, if you believe in what you're doing and you hold yourself high and you're proud of it, I think you've got an opportunity to, to win over your customers or your guests. That's great. So now that you've opened your new location and you've got this um, location on Main Street, this awesome back patio, what's next for Roads IQ? Well, it's just, you know exciting to have a space i mean we were in a trailer that was 16 feet by eight and a half feet for three years and to be able to have a dining area for our customers the back deck we have we're starting to um have some live music out there and we're doing a chef and brewers dinner chef brewers and farmers dinner where we're actually having fudge family farms henry fudge is coming and a brewer from Avondale Brewery and Good People Brewery is coming up, and then I'll be there, and we're doing, you know, a beer and food pairing to kind of let people know and make beer and the food that we're serving approachable. Um, and just to have that space, I mean, that that, that back deck, it, it looks out over onto Lookout Mountain. It's beautiful out there in the afternoon and the late evenings. It's perfect at night. Um you know, I think the sky's the limit with stuff that we can do out there. And I'm just excited to have the possibility or the opportunity to be able to have that space for our guests. Well, how do we follow along with what you have coming up? Well, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and then we also have our website. And, you know, also we do a lot of stuff in, inside our four walls, but uh, Facebook and Instagram are where it's at for us. Okay, great. Well, we'll be sure to link to that in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast. It's my pleasure. I really appreciate it. Thank you, you very much. Yep. Well, I love how Justin got creative with his passion for barbecue and cooking and built a business around that. And as I mentioned in the interview, I had so much fun being there to celebrate this dream coming true for Justin and his family. There's no doubt they are very loved by the community and the food is next level. It's so good. Well, thanks for joining us and thanks again to Justin for being on the podcast. We'll be back here again next week. Have a great day, everybody.